All right, welcome into mock draft number two. Uh, welcome to August. My goodness, it is football time. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready to get going? Are you ready for some freaking football? I've oh, missed it so much. I am so ready. And this is the time of year where I get so excited for preseason games and people think that I'm just an absolute lunatic because preseason football is boring. You see all the guys who are going to get cut and like, it doesn't mean anything, but I just get so excited for it because I've just missed football so much. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have missed football that much and you and I like you're always into the preseason and I just couldn't give one rip less, but, uh, can we talk about our upgraded backgrounds? Like I cleaned for once and you look at what you got going on. back. I there. hung some stuff on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> look All at right. us getting things done over the summer. I know. I know. Adulting. So uh, 12 team PPR mock today. Yep. Uh, we are back to back. I have pick number five and you have pick number six. And so we're just going to steal each other's picks all, all draft long. So uh the uh, final rosters might not look quite as nice as last time because there are more teams, more players getting taken in front of us. Uh, but, but this is what most of my leagues look like, 12 teams. So mm-hmm. uh, why don't we get started and, and see where we go? Sounds good. Here we are. First four picks, all running backs, McCaffrey, Kamara, Cook, Henry, and... Last time I was at like, what was I at seven last time? Six. I took uh, Jonathan Taylor was my uh-huh. pick. And, you know, I like Saquon Barkley better, but that injury is getting a little too close to the season for me. I'm getting nervous with it. Devontae yeah. Adams back, you know, Packers look good. Rogers back. Man, I hate to be boring, but I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be the way I go here. I just think he's guaranteed a workload and, uh, you might be even more guaranteed a workload now that Carson Wentz is hurt. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like that pick for you because if Wentz isn't able to start the season, they may have to rely a little bit more on their running backs. So sure. yeah, I like that pick for you. I I'm kind of with you there where Saquon Barkley does really scare me. Like had he started practicing in training camp this week, um, I think, think I probably would have gone with him next, but yeah, that, that injury scares me a little bit. So I think I'm actually here going to go with Nick Chubb. He just signed a contract extension. Um, he's coming in hot, he's motivated. Um, and I just really like Nick Chubb as a great workhorse running back for the Browns. Um, so maybe that's a little bit high to take him, but I just think with the other running backs that are taken, you know, he's as good as any. Yeah. And sleeper is going to base this draft off of real life ADP. Like what are people, where are people actually taking people in the last like three weeks? And so I think Saquon's going to fall out of the first round. Now sleeper hasn't quite caught up to that with ADP because they do take multiple weeks, but um, yeah, let's just run through some of the biggest names that went, obviously you had Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey went with the ninth pick. Wow. Zeke. Devonte Adams and uh, you know several other guys. You're back on the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking at here? What who are you between? Well, I'm kind of thinking that I would like to go ahead and take a second running back, just so that I can tie that up and be sure that I have two 
really great running backs. We talked back in July in our mock draft about, um, how running backs get hurt the most and they're the hardest to find on the waiver wire. So right now, um, I mean, I'm looking at, I really like Clyde Edwards Alaire. I've been reading some really good things about him coming out of camp this week. He's coming off of an injury, but um, I really think that he is going to have a great sophomore season with the Chiefs. So I think I'm going to go ahead and choose him as my second running back. All right. Clyde Edwards Alaire is a guy that I've been super high on. Um, I would have loved to see if he could have made it to me maybe at 305, because I think the third round is a tremendous value. This is a fine value. Um, man. So let's see. Hopkins, guys available. Hopkins, Kittle, Calvin Ridley. Patrick Mahomes a little early for me there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I think Hopkins is probably the clear, most talented guy left on the board of uh, and I'm not talking about Patrick Mahomes, obviously, uh, but uh, yeah, give me Hopkins. And and I really don't usually start wide receiver in either of my first two rounds, but here we are. I'm giving it a try. This is the beauty of mock drafting. You get to try different things and see what your team looks like at the end. So yep. um, just from a roster construction perspective, I would love to go running back here. However, I see a guy that I love to get at the back of the second sitting here at 305 and that's Darren Waller and I am going to look over who's available here but I'm pretty sure that's the direction I'm going to go I like Waller better than Gibson better than Josh Jacobs better than Evans yeah I'm going to go Darren Waller because of positional advantage I mean we've talked about it many times now so yeah give me Waller so I want to take a minute here and just note that Michael Thomas was taken in the third round, uh, team three's very first wide receiver. I just want to make a note to anybody who's watching or listening to this. Michael Thomas may not be super advantageous to take in your draft this year, at least not this high because he's coming. He's not coming off of an injury. He is injured. And there are reports that he could miss a lot of weeks. Yeah. He had surgery in June. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know if he's going to come back mid season. We don't know if it's going to be week 13, week 14, if I've seen playoffs, I've seen everything from eight weeks from surgery to 20 weeks. So like, there's just a lot of divided opinion right now. Right. So So Thomas is a risky pick right now. Yeah. I, I don't think when again, you know, I always talk about in these early rounds, don't take risks because everyone's great. Like Keenan Allen, the guy right after him is great. Like you don't need the risk. Just take a great player. And right. so here you are on the clock with still lots of great players available. Um, let me ask you though, briefly, is there a point where Michael Thomas might make sense to you? Like what round, if you're interested at all, mm-hmm. and if you're not, feel free to say so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, most fantasy drafts are not going to be happening for another couple of weeks. So I want to gain a little bit more information before I like say for sure, draft him or don't draft him. However, um, I do want to say like, if there is a good possibility that he's going to come back at some point in the season, I would say, okay, maybe grab him like sixth, seventh round. Just make sure that you have some other wide receivers 
on your roster. Can you pause this draft so I don't miss yeah. my pick? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got you. I got your um, back. <laughs> I'm like watching it count down there. Um, so, um, yeah, like make sure you have your other wide receivers who can start for you most weeks, um, barring any injuries. Like, don't count on him to be one of your starting wide receivers at this yeah, point. Yeah, that that is probably what I would underline is expect to not be able to count on him. If you can right. draft him at a place where you don't have to count on him, okay, sure. Yeah. But don't if you if you're counting on him in these first three, four rounds, you're really setting yourself up for failure, especially because yeah. we don't even know who the quarterback is. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So I only had a couple seconds left, so I've got to explain my picks here. Um, okay. okay. So I'm going to go wide receiver since I have both of my, um, running back spots, running back spots, um, chosen, um, here I, man, you know, at the top, uh, of the list here is Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Julio, Mike Evans. I think Right here, I would go with Allen Robert Robinson, but there's a part of me that is afraid to do that because I'm not sure what the quarterback situation in Chicago is going to look like. Sure. So that makes me a little bit hesitant. So I think I'm actually going to go Mike Evans here because I know that he and Tom Brady already have that chemistry um, sure. and that he is going to get a lot of receptions and touchdowns. For sure. And so up to that point, only one quarterback had gone off the board in Patrick Mahomes in the second round. Now we just had Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. And then the pick right before you was Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about quarterbacks in this range? Because pretty much that top Elir tier is, is gone now. Yeah, that's early. It just, it seems early to me for that right. many quarterbacks to be off the board. Once we get to like the back of the fifth round, beginning of the sixth round makes sense to me, but wow, we're only halfway through the fourth round right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that seems really early to me. It makes me think like, do I want to take a quarterback here or do I want to stick with my normal strategy, which is probably to wait until a little bit later to take a quarterback. And I think at this point, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, there's so many quality quarterbacks that are going to be left once we hit like even the sixth, seventh round that I think I'm okay to just go ahead and stick with my plan. I think I'm going to go ahead and take another wide receiver here. Um, so I'm just kind of looking over, um, I look at my draft list. I look at kind of where sleeper has, uh, some of these wide receivers on ADP, um, man. So Chris Godwin, I don't really want to double up on wide yeah. receivers. He's my Bay number here. one receiver available here. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up getting him as long yeah. as you don't take him. Exactly. And you just lucked out because I just took Evans and had I not taken Evans, maybe I would have taken Chris Godwin. Sure. Cooper cut maybe, but there's a little bit of competition at wide receiver for the Rams. We have DJ Moore. I like Jamar chase. And I like that chemistry with Joe Burrow, even though he's a rookie, I'm going to go ahead, I think, and choose Jamar chase here wow. in this round. Wow. Okay. Some people are super high on Jamar chase and look, this is a receiver who gets to pair back up with his Heisman trophy college quarterback like you know there's there's a lot worse you can do right um, but this is a guy who's not caught a single pass in the right. nfl right and uh you know receiving from a quarterback who just came off of a devastating knee injury so yep. to me a lot of risk a lot of reward potentially so mm -hmm. I, I i'm interested in that pick let me say chris godwin feels like my auto pick here 
except I'm going to be really under the gun on running backs. And so as I look at these running backs, though, Daryl Henderson, I like, obviously, now that Cam Akers is hurt, Daryl mm-hmm. Henderson is kind of the guy. But they've shown by, for example, drafting Cam Akers last year that they don't love Daryl Henderson. And so I just don't see a world where Daryl Henderson's getting 20 carries a game. Can he be productive? Absolutely. But I think he might be like the running back 18 or 20 on the year. Hmm. And to me, I don't know that I want to take that here with these amazing receivers still on the board. Uh, there's very good quarterbacks still on the board, which, you know, again, I'm, I'm usually not into Kyle Pitts is still there. Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Man, I'm just going to basically forsake running backs, aren't I? I am. All right, I'm going to go Chris Godwin. That that was that was what I kind of felt like was the my auto pick. And uh, I don't love the way that my team looks from a positional balance because, again, running backs just fall off a cliff. But from a talent perspective, can't do much better than this. So, oh, man, okay. So here is just the grossest area of running backs for me because of what you have to give up to take one. And so mm-hmm. like I Kareem Hunt and Miles Gaskin and James Robinson are kind of like the top guys. They'll never be on any of my teams because I can get CeeDee Lamb, who might be the number one receiver on the Cowboys this year, especially with Amari Cooper hurt. Uh, Michael Gallup just got hurt recently. Yeah, yep. um, It's just Tyler Lockett is a top, 12 receiver every year. So like, I, there's just no way I can justify those. So give me CD lamb. Uh, yeah. Now I look at my team, especially in a points per reception league. I am really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at this roster and I'm saying, okay, so where do I really need to take a running back or where do I really need to take a wide receiver. And I'm kind of looking at who's left. And like you said, it's kind of where the running backs are right now. It's just kind of gross. Right. Um, I just like, there's a couple on here that I'm really high on. I just don't know if I want to take them here in the fifth round. So I think I'm going to go over now. I'm going to look at wide receivers, man, some of these You know, when I look at wide receivers, the one that sticks out to me the most is Chase Claypool. Um, You know, you look at some of the guys before him, Kenny Galladay is joining the Giants, just not really sure with the Giants. We've talked about their wide receiver core in the past, and it just as good as as talented as the wide receivers are, they just weren't producing. Um, Tyler Lockett, I like him, but I have a feeling that Metcalf is going to be the guy. Devonte Smith, I'm excited about, but unpredictable. Ayuk, Beckham, Smith, Schuster, man. I would also, from your perspective, be very fearful of taking two rookie wide receivers. Yeah, this high that you'd have to count on. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I would normally take Cortland Sutton, but he's not 100% yet, and so it's I'm true. like, when is he gonna? Is he gonna be 100% for Week One? Man, you know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go with Lockett. All right. Tyler Lockett. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. If I hadn't taken CeeDee Lamb, it would have been Tyler Lockett. So he still scares um, me a little bit with Metcalf and, you know, all that. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It, 
This is kind of some of the beauty of taking two running backs early is Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett are not super consistent. Like they, at the end of the year, you're going to look at their positional ranking. They scored the ninth most or the seventh most points. You can be like, wow, that must've been a really consistent player, but like they're very boom bust individual game guys. But when you have the steady baseline of running backs that are, they're going to get you 16 carries every single week, Mm -hmm. you can have a little bit more variance with your wide receivers. So another reason why starting two running backs often is really helpful. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm up here on the clock again, and I think here is where I would like to take a quarterback. Um, it's tough for me because right here I have like two quarterbacks that are, are like neck and neck. Uh, I had Justin Herbert right above Aaron Rodgers, And then I flipped them. And then when I look at ADP, I see Herbert right above Rogers. And I'm just thinking about, man, I think about Aaron Jones being a Packer. I think about the wide receivers that the chargers have, then you have Devonte Adams, but he's having some contract controversy. I think I'm going to flip back and go Herbert here and wow. go ahead and take him as my quarterback. You know, you always have that risk of a rookie going into their sophomore season and having a little bit of a slump, but I'm just not convinced that that's going to happen with Herbert. I like what I've seen from him. Um, and I think that he's going to get me a lot of points in a PPR league. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've always said that I hate the idea of a sophomore slump and it's just like this catchy phrase, but like, there is a little bit of, of truth to it. When you consider there was no, there was no NFL tape on Mm -hmm. you going into your rookie season, right. Going into your second season, there's NFL tape for defenses to study on you. And so from that perspective, I get it. Uh, Man, Aaron Rodgers sitting in the sixth. I don't think that when, you know, draft season really kicks off here in a couple of weeks, I don't think that he'll be available in the sixth in most leagues. Yeah. Um, It's another situation where it may be ADP needs to catch up a little bit, but um so I'm sitting one running back, three receivers in a tight end. And so it might be this round. And if it's not this round, it's going to be the next several rounds. But I need to just start taking four or five shots at a guy that hopefully could be my second running back. Mm-hmm. I've just got to take the spread shot approach because um, I don't have a Clyde Edwards Alaire as my second running back. I don't have a Najee Harris or an Austin Eckler or anybody like that. So um, I'm probably not going to find somebody that talented this late. I just got to hope, you know, you never hope for an injury, but the guy in front of somebody gets hurt. And then all of a sudden, oh man, do I do that now? But Chase Edmonds, Trey Sermon, Hmm. Raheem Mostert, those are kind of my top guys. And I just think next round, I'm going to be able to get someone approximately that valuable. And so I'm going to try to hold off one more round before I go in on, on running backs. And I'm going to go crazy. It's going to be like probably five or six of the next (laughs) seven picks. If I grabbed one more receiver, Hmm. What's available at quarterback. I could take Aaron Rodgers, man. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers because 
here's the thing you're going to, you got to do if you're going to start out weak at running back, like I will be is you, the rest of your team better be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I've got three top 15 or so receivers. I've got the second best tight end in football and I got the MVP from last year. I mean, he might be the best fantasy football quarterback this year. He very well might be. I don't think that's, you know, some hot take to say. So, um, and here I am, literally everybody I named, all the running backs I was interested in are still here. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon. I'm even a little bit interested in David Johnson here, but I think I can get him in a couple more rounds. I don't think that'll be true about Chase Edmonds. And while I'm not in love with the talent, running quarterback offenses almost always produce a running back that plays well. And so Mm -hmm. give me Chase Edmonds. We're going to take a gamble. You know, I don't love it, but you got to take lots of shots and there's a chance he could break out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think where I am now, since I have two running backs and three wide receivers, I'm going to also go ahead and take a running back here. And I really like Raheem Mostert. The big question mark with him is if he can stay healthy. Um, but when he is healthy, I really like him, um, you know, in the backfield for the 49ers. So I'm going to take a risk knowing that I have two running backs who I can start and go ahead and take Mostert here. I think this is good value for him and he could potentially be somebody that I move up into my starting position or even into my flex spot at some point. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm looking at this draft and I'm seeing guys that I like at the quarterback position go a little earlier than I'm used to seeing. Mm -hmm. Usually I feel like I can get Tom Brady in the ninth or the 10th round and he just went uh, with the first pick in the eighth. And so I'm feeling a little better about my Aaron Rodgers pick. You should probably be feeling a little better about your Justin Herbert pick because of what is currently available. Yeah, for sure. All right. So in this round, now that I have three receivers and three running backs, I'm going to go ahead and take a tight end and I have my quarterback. I'm going to go ahead and take a tight end just because several of them have already um, gone off the board. And I want to just make sure that I have somebody who I can at least sort of count on from week to week. Um, When I look at this list, it's interesting to me that Dallas Goddard is highest on ADP. Because now that Zach Ertz is still with the Eagles and it seems like he's going to be an Eagle this year, it just makes me wonder, like, is Goddard really going to be the guy or is it going to be split again? Well, he could even be the guy and still not get you what you want. Like he could be the better of the two. Sure. And be the 13th or 14th best tight end in football. Right. So I could do one of two things. I could take Gronk who like... He's not my favorite, but I know that he and Brady have a lot of chemistry and a lot of history. And so he's still going to get receptions. He's going to get a couple of touchdowns or the one that really intrigues me here. Man, but I could probably get him later. The one that really intrigues me is Gerald Everett because now he's with the Seahawks and he doesn't have as much competition as he did when he was with the Rams because it was it was split between him and Higby. And so I just kind of feel like Everett maybe I shouldn't take a tight end here. Because if I, I bet, can I, get, I wish I was in your position a little bit. Sorry to interrupt you. I wish I was in your position a little bit. Now I have Waller and I'm very happy with that. Sure. But I really want to see what it ends up because we haven't done this in a mock yet. Right. See what it looks like when we get down into this 12th round and like, okay, just the last pick of your draft, take a tight end. 
Um, I want to do that. So the next mock draft we do, I want to consider doing that. So I, yeah, yeah. I missed out on that again. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait on a tight end because I think I can get Gerald Everett later. Okay. So I think I'm actually going to go running back and I'm going to take yep. Michael Carter here because I've Darn been it. reading. Darn it. Sorry. Darn it. Darn it. I've been reading a lot of great things about Michael Carter from Jets training camp. And I just, uh, Zach, what's his last name? I got name? sniped. What's his last uh, name? The new quarterback for the Jets. I, oh, I just uh, Zach Wilson. Yes, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Um, I mean, he had some contract controversy already. I just, he's unproven. So if they can like short up in the backfield, man. Sure. I'm taking Michael Carter. Well, stink because that was my next pick <laughs> so uh, sorry you know when stealing you're in, each other's picks this is what happens when you're in this range finding guys who have the starting role is really difficult mm-hmm. and it really seems like michael carter is going to have a starting role now how much percentage of snaps is going to have is hard to know um but the first guy out there is going to get the first opportunity and if he shines then you know it's his job and so um Trey Sermon is not in that situation. He will not get the first snap, or he most it will. Um, but I actually like Trey Sermon's talent better than I do Michael Carter's. In fantasy football, though, opportunity means so much. Mm-hmm. I am going to go Trey Sermon begrudgingly because I can't have Michael Carter. <laughs> so, again, I, I'm. it's going to be very much, you know, unless a tremendous value like at wide receiver exists, like here's the top wide receivers for me right now. Marquise Brown, Tyler Boyd. I don't even agree with that at all. I wouldn't put Tyler Boyd in the top, maybe 60 receivers right now. Rashad Bateman, Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel's hurt. I love Curtis Samuel and he's not healthy right now. Michael Pittman. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be another shot at receiver here for me. Um, both of the Buffalo running back. Or what did I say? Running back. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, both of the Buffalo running backs are still available. Uh, AJ Dillon. While I don't think he's going to get much work, obviously an injury, he could become a top 12 running back just because of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna have eight seconds. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to take Devin Singletary because he's the starter at the moment and he's going to get the first crack at it. We'll see. I I don't really have a lot of confidence in Devin Singletary either, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here it's interesting because there's a couple of wide receivers that pique my interest a little bit, but I actually think I'm going to I'm going to take a running back here um, because I've been reading that the Cowboys may potentially split a little bit of Ezekiel Elliott's load with Tony Pollard this year. I know okay. that you're big on Pollard. Um, and if Zeke would happen to get hurt, not that I'm wishing that upon him, but if he would, Tony Pollard would be the guy. So he might be a good guy to keep on my bench. Sure. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just take him here. He is kind of at the top of ADP at this point for running backs. So I don't think that that's an unreasonable spot for him. And I think that no. some of those other wide receivers that I had my eye on, I can, I can get once we get through these next couple of picks. Okay. So Corey Davis was one of the wide receivers that I had my eye on, which he went 
but he's only like one of them that I was looking at. So, um, like you said about Curtis Samuel, just not sure if he's going to stay healthy. Um, Antonio Brown, I could potentially take, but again, I already have Mike Evans. So I don't really want to double up on wide receivers from the same team. Um, Michael Gallup talented, but I don't know what the extent of his injury is. That scares me a little bit. I've said this a lot, but I I'm big on Henry Ruggs. Um, I think that he's going to be the guy for the Raiders. So I'm going to go ahead and take him here. Okay. And after your first of those two picks, I got really lucky with how the board broke because after your Tony Pollard pick, the next 13 picks, one running back went. And again, I'm in, you know, take all the running backs I can get territory. And, uh, you know, the guy that I think here is going to have the most fantasy points at the end of the year, just based on his usage from last year is JD McKissick, because we're in a PPR league. And this is the guy who, you know, just caught pass after pass. And for whatever reason is really strange to me because Antonio Gibson was a wide receiver in college. Mm. I don't know why McKissick got all the receiving work, but he did. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about if JD McKissick becomes a permanent fixture in the offense, the same way he was last year, this is a guy you're getting almost for free. I mean, we're in the 10th round now and he might be a top 16 running back just because he catches five passes a week. That's huge. So, um, all right. So now I'm at five running backs, three receivers, um, my last two picks here, I can already tell you, is most likely going to be one running back and one receiver. I don't want to go into the year with only three receivers. That's a little dangerous. Um, who is available at wide receiver? Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Rondale Moore, Russell Gage I like a lot. Um, and then let's check our running backs and not run out of time here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. Gus Edwards is a guy that I've been taking in a lot of mocks just because he gets 700 yards every year. He's five yards a carry. Um, he's really, really good. He's just behind someone else who's also really, really good. Right. So um, an injury could vault him right into the top 12 and then even if he's not injured he's flex worthy mm -hmm. is there anybody else i would take here i don't really think so i would now todd Gurley's done to me yeah give me give me gus edwards and uh now i think i've got several shots at a second running back i can start and, and possibly more than that yeah okay i'm gonna do something weird here uh-oh so this is something that I'm just sort of trying it in a mock. I don't know if sure. I'll do it in any of my um, drafts for real, but um, I was going to say, I'm going to wait until the last round and take Gerald Everett, but I have another idea for that. So I, cause I need a tight end. So in this last round here, I'm going to go ahead or second to last round. I'm going to go ahead and take Gerald Everett. Okay. I know that there's a lot of other tight ends I could have taken above him, but there's just, I, I have a feeling. And now this last pick is something that I don't always advertise doing. However, I have a slight inkling that Taysom Hill is going to start for the saints. I okay. know, I know we don't know, but if he does, I want him on my roster and I don't want somebody else picking him up in waivers. Okay. And if he doesn't start, 
then I can just put him in it like a flex or something if I really want to, or I can drop him. It's fine, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to draft him because I want to see what happens. Yeah. And, and that's how I feel about, uh, oh my gosh, Trey Lance. I almost said Trey Sermon. Uh, Trey Lance is I, because I just think these running quarterbacks have so much value. Mm -hmm. And the only question is, is Taysom Hill is Trey Lance. Are they the starters of their team? Um, the answer currently is we don't know. And in Trey Lance's uh, scenario, I don't think he is. Right. Um, so, but if you get one of those guys, you might be able to trade them. You might just keep them because, you know, if you have the ninth best quarterback sitting on your bench, it's not a guy you cut. Um, all right. I need to finish this draft with a receiver. Cause I've only got three on the roster. And it probably needs to be a safer receiver because, again, of my – I'm going to be really shallow. Russell Gage is just a guy that is going to inherit a little bit of Julio Jones' role. I don't mm -hmm. think he's going to be Julio Jones by any stretch. Um, but if his targets go up 30%, uh, he's going to be a top 30 receiver. And, mm -hmm. you know, by weeks, injuries, that's fine. That'll help me. So I'm going to take Russell Gage, and that's going to finish our draft out. So yeah. why don't you read your roster? All right, so I'm going to read it here off of my screen. So my running backs are Nick Chubb, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Raheem Mostert, Michael Carter, and Tony Pollard. My wide receivers are Mike Evans, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, and Henry Ruggs. I have two quarterbacks on my roster, Justin Herbert and Taysom Hill, and then I have Gerald Everett at tight end. Tell us right. yours. Yeah, and I have at running back, uh, superstar, <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Taylor, and then a whole bunch of uh, hope and pray with Chase Edmonds, <laughs> Trey Sermon, Devin Singletary, J.D. McKissick, and Gus Edwards. Wide receivers, Hopkins, Godwin, Lamb, and Russell Gage. Tight end, Darren Waller. Quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. So, uh yeah, I'm looking at these rosters and uh, I don't love my second running back at all. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking at your roster and your second running back is very secure. Yeah. Uh, I'll just be honest. I don't love the way that this draft went for me. And again, I chose Hopkins. So, right. you know, I didn't have to do that, but that's what I chose to do. And I think the main reason I did that is because there was such a fall off for me. Mm -hmm. Clyde Edwards Alaire was like the last guy of his tier. And then I just think there's a big gap between him and then Dobbins, Mixon, Swift, Josh yeah. Jacobs. Like to me, that that gap and and uh, Gibson as well. So, um, but I see what happened, and this is why you mock because I probably won't do this again unless there's a certain scenario that it warrants it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't love my team as much as I did on our first mock draft. Um, I felt like I had more superstars on that roster. I took yeah. more risks with this roster, which honestly, sometimes can end up paying off. You kind of just don't know until you get into the season. And this is the kind of roster where I would end a draft and go, okay, like I did. Okay. I'd probably give myself like a B and, mm -hmm. you know, say some of these guys, I'm probably going to end up dropping and picking somebody else up off the waiver wire in, you know, a week or two. And that's okay. Sometimes yeah, you can still do well that way. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think we both tried some different things and um, some of them were good and some of them maybe we wouldn't do again. So, well, the next time we do a mock, 
Yeah. We're going to work together and we're going to oh, try yeah. to draft one team and we're going to try not to kill each other as we <laughs> negotiate as to which player to take. So oh, that'll be interesting. It will be. But before then, we're going to release another episode um, where we're going to make our predictions for the 2021 NFL season. Gosh, I got to start digging into that. huh? Uh, we're going to go through and we're going to pick who we think is going to win every single game weeks one to 17, which is going to determine <laughs> we are, but we love it. Uh, <laughs> which is going to determine then who we think is going to make the playoffs, who we think the wild card teams are going to be. And then ultimately mm-hmm. who we think might win the Super Bowl. So we're excited for that. I, uh, I did this last year and was intrigued by what happened at the end of the season and where I was right and where I was just a little bit off. Um, so maybe I'll share a little bit of that on that episode as well. We'll recap. Yeah. All right. All right. Very good. Well, thanks for doing this and we'll be back with you very soon. Yep. We'll see you next time here at the weekly pickoff. <laughs>